we're going to cover the top 10 stocks owned by Berkshire Hathaway. All of these were bought by Warren Buffett himself, so these are Warren Buffett's top 10 stocks that he owns right now. These are the publicly traded U.S. stocks owned by Warren Buffett's holding company Berkshire Hathaway, which are reported to the SEC in different filings made available at different times. Most of these are current as of September 30th, 2023, through Berkshire Hathaway's 13F filing. Some of these stocks are updated at different times, including Occidental and the Japanese trading companies. This gives a sneak peek into the stocks owned primarily by Warren Buffett, but also his portfolio managers, Todd Combs, who's also the CEO of Geico, and Ted Weschler. Every quarter, investment managers with more than $100 million in their portfolios have to file a Form 13F. This is a report with the FTC that discloses any changes in their portfolio, meaning that once per quarter, we get a sneak peek inside of Warren Buffett's and Berkshire Hathaway's massive portfolio. There's a few things to keep in mind. 13Fs aren't cheat sheets. They don't tell you what your next move in the market should be, and they're not endorsements of any company. These filings are only current as of past dates. Most positions are current as of September 30th, 2023. 13Fs come out 45 business days after the end of the previous quarter. These already could be out of date, and you could be making the wrong moves in your portfolio if you're blindly following them. Looking at Berkshire's portfolio through its 13F, gives insight into how a few different super investors go about their investments. This is because not all of Berkshire's investments are made by Warren Buffett. There are two portfolio managers at Berkshire Hathaway, Todd Combs, who's also the CEO of Geico, and Ted Weschler. These two gentlemen manage an increasing portion of Berkshire's assets. It can sometimes be difficult to figure out who owns what in Berkshire's portfolio, whether it's coming from Buffett or one of his lieutenants. There are some positions that they've spoken publicly about so you can figure out who made what, but some of the other ones are just guesswork. So with all of that, let's look at Berkshire Hathaway's stock portfolio and see all of the stocks that Warren Buffett, Ted Weschler, and Todd Combs own as of their latest filings. Right now, Berkshire Hathaway has a market cap of $789 billion. They're one of the largest companies in the world. They have a securities portfolio that's valued at $358 billion. We're going to look at the top 10 stocks in detail, then continue through the rest of the portfolio. This is primarily dominated by Apple, which makes up 48.6% of their entire portfolio, coming in at half. Apple has been an incredible position for Berkshire. Warren Buffett bought into the company himself after Todd Combs made an initial position for Berkshire Hathaway. It was a company that the two of them discussed together in a lot of detail. They added heavily to the business from 2016 until 2018. In that time, Apple's stock price doubled and it made up 26% of their portfolio three quarters of the way through 2018. Sporadically, as the Apple position continued to increase in value, Warren Buffett trimmed some of his position, especially at the end of 2020. But he said in Berkshire's 2021 annual meeting that that was a mistake. Charlie and him discussed this, and they didn't really have a great alternative to holding Apple at that time. Today, Apple trades more than seven times from where they initially bought into the business. It's up around four and a half times from where they added most of their position. Needless to say, this has been a home run investment. When we look at Guru Focus, it looks like Apple is around fairly valued right now compared to how they've traded in their past. Apple pretty much doesn't need an introduction. They're the largest business in the world, and they're super well-known for their ubiquitous iPhone, iPad, Mac, Apple Watch, AirPods, and other Apple products. The company is a giant, one of the magnificent seven, and it's no surprise that Berkshire owns so much of it. 
Even though Apple's a technology company, Warren Buffett thinks of it as a consumer business because of the mindshare and the attachment that consumers have for the business. Even though Guru Focus gives it a fair value, it looks like they're trading above their valuations in their past. In 2023, their stock price increased even as their business results declined, and they trade way above their median valuation over this time. The next position is Bank of America. Warren Buffett famously came up with this investment idea while he was taking a bubble bath. He called Bank of America through its call center, the same one that you or I could reach out to, who eventually transferred him to CEO Brian Moynihan. Bank of America today is Berkshire's second largest position at 8.6%. Buffett originally entered the holding through preferred shares. These were converted in 2017. Since then, he has added more to the company over time, buying in for around $30 and then again for around $24 per share. Berkshire got special permission to own more than 10% of the systemically important financial institution, meaning that it wasn't restricted by the Bank Holding Act. Right now, with a guru focus of around $40 per share, Bank of America looks like it's modestly undervalued. This is similar when we look at their valuation chart. Berkshire's third and fourth largest positions are American Express and Coca-Cola, respectively. These come in at 7 and 6.5%. These two companies are looked at together because Buffett called out each of them in his most recent annual letter to shareholders. He bought into Coca-Cola in the late 80s and early 90s, and he bought into American Express in the early 90s around the same time. He had held American Express originally in his Buffett partnership back in the 1960s after the salad oil scandal. Eventually, he sold out of that and then rebought into the company again. These two companies have been stalwarts of Buffett's portfolio. Even after buying them 30 years ago, together they make up 13.5%. They're his third and fourth largest positions. Buffett talked about both American Express and Coke under the heading The Secret Sauce. Berkshire finished buying into Coke by August of 1994 for a total cost of $1.3 billion. Each year, they receive $704 million in dividends. Buffett expects that to keep growing like clockwork. Similarly, they also completed investing in American Express by 1995, also for a cost of $1.3 billion. Today, they receive $302 million each and every year, and Buffett still expects those to increase as well. Buffett's big lesson for investors, let your flowers bloom. As he says, all it takes is a few winners to work wonders. Then he throws in his usual humor here, it helps to start early and live into your 90s as well. American Express, known for its credit card services, is a $120 billion company that today Guru Focus puts a fair value on at around $213 per share, meaning they're around modestly undervalued. Their valuation chart is split on this a bit. It depends how you're valuing the company. Coca-Cola is the world's largest non-alcoholic beverage company that's worth a quarter trillion dollars. Today, they have a Guru Focus value of around $68. It looks like their stock is about modestly undervalued. The next two positions owned by Warren Buffett are Chevron and Occidental Petroleum. These are the oil stocks Buffett's been buying into in the last three years. Chevron makes up 4.5% of the portfolio. Occidental makes up 3.8%. Warren Buffett himself is buying into Chevron. Even though Warren Buffett's known as a buy-and-hold investor, he's either added or trimmed his position in Chevron for each of the last 13 quarters. There's not many other stocks that he's been this active in buying and selling out of. His initial buy-in price has more than doubled. From where he added in most recently to the business, it looks like their stock price is up, but not nearly by that much. 
Chevron is the second largest oil company in the United States. It's also a quarter trillion dollar business that similarly to Coca-Cola, according to Guru Focus, looks like it's modestly undervalued. They give a valuation of around $174 per share. Compared to some of these other businesses, Chevron looks better on their actual valuation chart. Berkshire Hathaway owns more than 25% of Occidental Petroleum today. It's a $60 billion company. So huge, but not at the same scale that these other businesses have been at. They have huge exposure to oil production in the Permian Basin. Today, Guru Focus gives them a fair value of $50 per share, meaning that they're around modestly overvalued. Their valuation chart looks rougher, but their projected free cash flows still look good. Buffett's bought more shares of Occidental, mainly for below $60 per share, but his most recent ad to the company in late October 2023 was actually for above $60. So this could be one to watch out for. And here's some of what that investment history looks like for Occidental. Berkshire also funded their Anadarko acquisition back in 2019, completing that deal in all its due diligence over a single weekend after Bank of America CEO Brian Moynihan brought it to Buffett. So far, we've covered Warren Buffett's top six holdings. Which of these are your favorite? Next on our list is Kraft Heinz. Kraft Heinz makes up 3.2% of Berkshire's portfolio. This one and Occidental are a little unique as Kraft Heinz is more or less a controlled business by Berkshire. Berkshire owns 26.5% of the company. They also have two board slots after providing the financing to 3G Capital. Berkshire Hathaway's heir to the throne and CEO-to-be Greg Abel actually sits on the board of Kraft Heinz. This is a $43 billion company that historically has been a pretty bad investment for Berkshire. They've just about broken even with the dividends they've received from the company. 3G had to do a lot of cost cutting at the business. As in Buffett's words themselves, they paid a fair price for Heinz, which was a great business, but they overpaid for the Kraft part of the company. Kraft Heinz is the fifth largest food and beverage company in the world. Kraft was merged with Heinz in July of 2015. They're the third largest North American food company behind Pepsi and Nestle. Right now, Guru Focus gives them a fair value of $38.5 per share, with them being around fairly valued. When we look at their valuation chart, a common theme for Buffett's investments is the focus on free cash flow. These have almost all been in the green. Bank of America is the exception as free cash flow is different for financial stocks. Those rely more heavily on their earnings. Still, that's one major theme through the first big seven investments in Warren Buffett's portfolio. Next on our list is Moody's. Buffett owns 13.5% of Moody's. This has the distinction of being one of the only companies he bought during its public listing. This came after Moody's was spun off from Dun & Bradstreet in the early 2000s. Besides some slight trimming during the global financial crisis, Warren Buffett has held strong onto Moody's. Their stock price is up huge from where Buffett originally invested into the company. It's another one of those that has been a home run investment, even if it makes up a smaller percentage of the portfolio. Moody's is one of the three leading credit rating agencies in the United States, along with S&P and Fitch. Right now, Guru Focus gives it a fair value of $329 per share, saying that it's around fairly valued. Even though they're a wonderful business, the company still looks like it's trading for some pretty high multiples. Though this has been one of his buy and hold positions that it's unlikely he would trim. The next positions in Buffett's portfolio are more or less a package deal. He owns 8.5% of the top 5 trading companies in Japan. He started buying into these companies on his birthday, August 30th of 2020. Since then, he's continued adding to them. This was something enabled only by Berkshire Hathaway's massive scale and size. The company's issued long-dated yen-denominated debt that matures for far out in the future at a rate of around 1%. These five trading companies' dividend yields alone easily cover that. They average out at around 4 to 5%. 
Buffett himself said the valuations he bought into the companies were at around 14% earnings yield, meaning he was buying in at around a 7 PE. After his trip to Japan in April of 2023, Warren Buffett said he'd be unlikely to buy more than 10% of any of the companies, but he sees this as a long-term holding for Berkshire Hathaway. He started buying into these companies on his birthday, August 30th of 2020, given the debt they used to fund these acquisitions, the lack of a currency risk because of that debt, and just the huge yield they're able to get the companies for. In one of his most recent interviews on the Acquired podcast, Charlie Munger had this to say about the Japanese trading companies. That was a no-brainer. Something like that, if you're as smart as Warren Buffett, maybe two or three times in a century, you get an idea like that. The interest rates in Japan were half a percent a year for 10 years. So you could borrow for 10 years ahead and buy the stock. That comes with 5% dividends. So there's a huge flow of cash with no investment, no thought, no anything. How often do you do that? It took Warren forever to get $10 billion invested. Side note, this is because of Berkshire's massive scale. They could only buy so much of the float for these companies. Back to Charlie. But it was like God opening a chest and pouring money into it. It was awfully easy money. Again, this was something facilitated only by Berkshire's size and scale, but it was an absolute no-brainer for Buffett. Combined, these are the top 10 holdings from Warren Buffett in Berkshire Hathaway's stock portfolio. From there on, things start to get blurry, with DeVita likely being a position by Ted Weschler, although HP was probably Buffett's. VeriSign could go either way. BYD was an idea from Charlie Munger and Lee Lu, And the rest goes on. If you want me to cover the rest of Berkshire's portfolio, let me know in the comments. Of the companies we've looked at, which of these is your favorite? Be sure to let me know as well.